0: All right, happy Tuesday afternoon. The time is 4:38. Thanks for tuning in here to Radio NL and NL Newsday. I'm Jeff Andreas. I'll be with you here until six o'clock. Now, just four days after releasing a plan that would see limited indoor religious gatherings, just in time for Easter. Health officials in British Columbia have walked back that plan. Provincial Health Officer Dr. Bonnie Henry said the decision is due to an increase in daily COVID-19 cases and that indoor worship is now against public health orders. She had said previously that she'd been hopeful last week indoor services could go ahead as planned in consultation with religious leaders, but then yesterday deciding that they could not. How disappointing is this and how frustrating might this be for any organizations that you know heard the news last week about the allowance of small indoor gatherings only to have to do a complete 180 a few days later well pleased to welcome to the program now pastor johnny strutt of motion church pastor johnny how are you here this afternoon
1: well i'm doing really good how are you
0: i'm doing well thanks so much for uh, taking the time to come on I, I really appreciate getting your your side of things here so i just wanted to get your initial reaction to yesterday's news i mean we heard on friday i believe it was that things would be allowed in, in at least some kind of a limited capacity for indoor gatherings for religious purposes. And then yesterday hearing, actually, nope, that is not the case. I mean, was there any sense of frustration on your part that, you know, the the things seem to be changing so rapidly and, and not in a good way?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it was shock at the beginning. I couldn't believe that uh, she was taking a full reversal. But at the same time, um There was already shifting last week. Uh, There was two different positions um, on how we were going to be able to gather last week. So I guess, uh, you know, you got to be ready for anything these days. We were just hoping for Easter. It's been over four months that we've been able to gather together for worship.
0: So, what is, I guess, your your Easter plans now? I mean, have they had to change in the last uh, day and a half here as a result of of the news yesterday, or or can you go ahead with what was already being uh, organized at this point?
1: Yeah. So for us, we had uh, we had put into a um, into plan a, uh, a a backyard gathering kind of style just private homes, personal gathering together, invite somebody over to celebrate Easter together. And because we're still live streaming our services, then they could sit in the backyard and maybe pull up the service on a laptop or an iPad. Uh, but then as soon as the order came out that we could gather in person, we knew everyone was desperately waiting for that. So we added that as an option. Now, knowing that with the limited amount of people we could have in a service, we would never be able to fit everyone in, no matter how many services we did. So we decided to keep the backyard going, and now that she's canceled the indoor, now we're just expanding that backyard. Uh, you know, one of the staff here called it Backyard Church, so they called it Birch. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I don't think we're going to hashtag anything really new these days, but uh, but it will be a way to gather together with a couple of people um, and at least celebrate Easter. Not on your own.
0: So I guess for for Motion Church that it didn't have a a massive impact, maybe a a little bit of frustration because you could have tried to do some sort of planning for even small types of indoor services. But that wasn't really in the cards for you for Easter anyway. So no huge adjustments at this point in time. Just a little bit of disappointment, I suppose.
1: Yeah, it's disappointing. And it is. This is our fifth Easter plan because uh, there was supposed to be a guidance rolled out by uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry's office last Monday. And when she didn't do that, and we knew that we were running out of time, um, we canceled the plans that we had temporarily put in place, did something else. Then Tuesday, she came out with a different plan. So we adjusted, and on Thursday, came out with the in person indoor plan so we adjusted again and of course we're adjusting as of yesterday so it's it's i mean i've i've pivoted so many times i said to one of my staff yesterday it feels like i'm getting dizzy from pivoting but at the same time you got to make the best of it and you know we're not going to spend our time cursing the darkness we just got to light candles absolutely so. how
0: How frustrating just has it been for for, you know, your your flock, you know, in general, not being able to have any types of get togethers Uh, that human connection. Right. is very, very important. And it's a big part of attending church. Right. Is that you get to intermingle with other individuals and share your faith and talk about it and and build each other up. I mean, how difficult is it for for individuals to not have that support group with
1: them right now? well it's it's definitely an important part of faith, and it is an extremely important part of our society. And the way that churches support families and children and the generation intergenerational relationships, I think that's being overlooked. Um, and And of course, that's one of the reasons the why the right to gather for religious gatherings has been enshrined in the charter. So, to me, that's that's been the most surprising thing is that other places were able to open, but not the churches. And I thought being that it was in the charter that, uh, that they would more re- quickly open the churches, uh, you know, more quickly than fitness centers and, you know, restaurants at 100% capacity and those things. So, and not that I would ever want those things to be shut down. We're, I mean, we just feel... Feel the pain of these small businesses yesterday. I just, it's heartbreaking to see this happen. But I did think that churches would have been open sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little surprising that they weren't, and also a little surprising that the government was uh, pushing back against the churches who, who were even looking to the courts for some help in getting open. So that was a little surprising too.
0: What do you think, um, you know, I guess one of the things when, when talking about why churches can't co- can open is there's often, you know, singing that takes place, and uh, I'm trying to kind of figure out or wrap my head around why it was such a concern. I guess maybe just because oftentimes people pack in and sit really close together, and, and, you know, there's not a lot of social distancing that can occur in churches, but I assume you would have plans in place to be able to allow for that kind of thing if you were given the green light to go ahead and open in some way, shape, or form. I mean, are you just kind of feeling like not enough has been done to support the, the the faith-based industries throughout British Columbia like there is an opportunity that's being missed I suppose
1: yeah well definitely um, definitely we we had plans in place with all kinds of uh, safety protocols everything that you would have asked anyone else to do for COVID safety the churches were doing uh, last summer when we were open for a couple of months um, and the amount of, uh, there's a, there's an elevated risk. No matter when you get together, no matter where you get to, no matter who it is, there mm-hmm. is a risk involved and we understand that. And, and, and she's told us before that there is an elevated risk because of singing. Um, but there seems there was does seem to be an accepting of the elevated risk when it comes to, uh, you know, I I can go, on the treadmill at, at the fitness center every morning, as I do, and I'm huffing and puffing, mm-hmm. and uh, and there's there's a lot, let me just say I'm breathing a lot harder on that treadmill than I am when I'm singing. Um, so there is risk in everything. I, it's, it was a little surprising that they wouldn't, um, that they didn't want to permit any risk when it came to faith gatherings. But, you know, in the churches we separate, um, and all of my Friends here who are pastoring in the city, they've got sep- chairs are separated. Families sit together, but they're distanced from everybody else. And, you know, we, we, uh, we have the ability to do it safely and we certainly are ready to do it safely as soon as we're permitted to. And so I'm hoping that permission comes about quickly.
0: Um, There is permission, of course, for some sorts of of drive-in gatherings. Is that something that has been on your radar at all? The Zoom meetings are perfect for right now, but as the weather does start to warm up a bit, uh, do you see any sort of uh, a place for for something like a drive-in gathering or even maybe some kind of an outdoor field where you might be able to do something, right, where people can get together in some capacity, even if it's not inside a physical building?
1: Yes, absolutely. And we are working on that right now. In fact, the Sunday after Easter, um, we'll be starting to do outdoor gatherings. And, um, you know, some of that stuff is based on, uh, can be influenced by the weather, let's say that. But but yeah, having outdoor gatherings under a covering uh, to protect you a little bit, give you a little shade if it's sunny. But yeah, thank goodness it's warming up here. And so we are looking forward to that. We're going to take advantage of all the opportunities that we can to gather together outdoors in this good weather. And we are working on getting drive-in options uh, together as well. Uh, and, and yes, in the meantime, we're still going to live stream uh, on YouTube, on our website, and so that's, um, our teams have done exceptional at putting together um, that live stream, um, feeling like, hey, it, it does. It, it feels a little bit like you're you're there in the church building, which they do such a great job of that. So I'm, I'm delighted that we're able to do that, but we still want to be together, and I think that's, you know, that's that's the way people feel. Our church people are are really really excited to be together again in person. So.
0: Last question here for you, Pastor Johnny, but I just want you to to kind of think ahead into the future here just a little bit and, and kind of picture the day when you're allowed to welcome everyone back into Motion Church. Have you put any thought to what that's going to look like, how people are going to feel and just sort of. Uh, you know, some some weight that's almost going to be off their shoulders to be able to get together with like-minded people, share their faith, share their experiences, and just help pick each other up and, and have that social interaction. I mean, what is that going to be like when that day does come around?
1: Well, it's going to be like a party for sure. And I've, uh, you know, I talk with my colleagues here in the city and uh, the other pastors. We've, we have a great Uh, a great relationship the pastors here in the city and we've already talked about doing something outdoors you know downtown at the park where we can celebrate and maybe bring everybody together and have a big uh celebration of all the churches together at once so yeah we're looking forward to it we're dreaming about it we're putting uh we're putting some thought into that and um and yeah let's hope it happens sooner than later
0: I'll keep my fingers crossed on that one. Thank you so much for this, Pastor Johnny. Really appreciate it. Um, have, a, have a great gathering here this weekend over Zoom, and then enjoy the outdoor gathering the following Sunday. I'm sure that'll be a very exciting time, but uh, appreciate you joining me here today. Thanks, Jeff. Awesome stuff. There's Pastor Johnny uh, Strutt of Motion Church.